Hello and welcome back to episode number seven of High Fiber. I'm so excited to have you with me here today. Today I am going to be doing an unboxing, which I know we love, an unboxing of the May Wellspun box, which is super snuggly and just amazing and beautiful. And I'm also going to be talking to you about an amazing trip. Uh, could I say amazing any more times? <laughs> but I'm going to be talking to you about a fantastic trip I just took and some really, really beautiful people I met and kind of just these overwhelming moments of gratitude I had. And it's all related to yarn and fiber and spinners and knitters and all the amazing things. So I really just wanted to share that with you because I know not everyone can get a way to go on these kind of weekends where all the fiber files come together. So I just wanted to share a bit of that experience with you. And it ties in really well with my Wellspun box this month. So that's what's on in store for you today. I can't wait to get started. So let's dive in. You're listening to the High Fibre Podcast, where we chase those high vibe feelings while keeping it crafty. So pack your project bag because we're going on a worldwide adventure to discover the magical, mysterious and heartwarming stories behind the fibres we love to spin, knit and squish. In this podcast, I'll be getting up close and personal with sheep, camels, goats and people to answer all the questions you've ever had about fibre. I'm your host, Kelly Mason, mum, wife, and animal lover from rural Australia. I've never met a natural yarn I didn't like. So let's get excited and get ready to shower them with high fiber vibes. Okay, so as promised, we're going to get into our unboxing. And I know this is audio. I understand that unboxings are usually uh, like a visual thing, <laughs> but I know you have an amazing imagination. So we'll get started. Now, if you are new here, you may not have heard me talk about my Wellspun box all that much. So I'll just give you a brief introduction because I'm really excited about them, obviously. The whole idea behind these boxes is they're like a fiber meditation box, which I know at the beginning might sound like an odd combination to some, but I know that there are available to all of us lots and lots of fiber subscriptions, like a braid of the month or a yarn of the month or a sock yarn of the month, all those kinds of things. And I love them. But I think sometimes they have the tendency to pile up and it's not because they're not amazing. Like I would subscribe to so many if I had the means. But sometimes we just don't end up using it because we can't really find the time and we're just kind of a little bit overwhelmed in our day-to-day -day life. So I knew that when I was setting out to create a box, I did not want to add to that stress or that pressure or that like pile of boxes you just hadn't opened yet. So I really wanted to make sure it fit into a healthy lifestyle and really helped you live that better, slower, more intentional life. So that's why I paired fiber for spinners with bespoke meditation directly linked to that fiber so that it's not just another project to make it's actually a really crucial part of your self-care and your mental wellness kind of support plan so I deal a lot with in my own personal life with anxiety and panic and I know that spinning mindfully has been a huge game changer for me like huge game changer it's really one of my best coping mechanisms and it's a healthy coping mechanism which is amazing so the idea behind wellspun is that you get this box and it's just beautiful it's really gentle on the earth it's a very plain but there's nothing wrong with being plain so it's not one of those boxes that has 
you know, 10 different little cards inside and they're all, you know, selling something or giving you a discount code and it's got all this kind of stuff. It's not full of advertising and it's not printed in some awful colours that you can't compost. So the box itself is just craft brown. It's beautiful. The tape that I tape it up with is compostable. My shipping labels are compostable. So literally you can just take the box and put it in the compost and that's all you have to do. So I really didn't want like the box itself to be an inconvenience. So I really tried to pare back. I use, you know, like all natural materials and everything like that. And wherever possible, like sometimes I have to pack the boxes so they ship well. I just have like a few local ladies who are super sweet that give me like shredded paper from their business. So you can really feel good about supporting a box that's not just gonna add to the stress and the list and the queue of projects you wish you had time for. It's actually a box that when you open it, you sit down and you have this whole kind of meaningful meditation and experience. And that's what allows you to fit it into your already busy lifestyle. So that's kind of the concept behind Wellspun. And it's been working really great. I have some beautiful subscribers and they're just lovely people. And I actually got to meet one of them. Hi, Karen, if you're listening, I was so excited to meet you. So over the weekend, I went to a small town called Dungog and it is so beautiful, like absolutely picturesque, green rolling hills, like cloudy skies. It's so my scene, I loved it. And it's the second year I've been. So we went to this beautiful little shop called Hive and Gobbler which is on the main street and it's run by Bronwyn Redgate. And she's such a gem, like the sweetest, most kind person. It's just, it's such a joy to be involved. Uh, so anyhow, that's where I met Karen because I had a market stall and she came up and found me and I could deliver her mailbox in person, which was just, it was so lovely to meet you. So anyhow, the focus for each box is I kind of choose like a fiber. And because I knew I was going to be launching the box in May and I was going to be at Knitter's Picnic, I actually sourced some beautiful Surrey alpaca from Bronwyn at Hive and Gobbler. So she has an alpaca farm called Banjo Ridge Alpacas and she breeds Surrey alpacas, which are not the kind of fluffy sheep like ones that have like a fleece that you're more used to seeing. Surrey alpacas actually have locks. So they're like long silky locks that hang down. They have like a really beautiful luster and they're just amazing. Like very, very soft, but quite different to the Hokaya alpacas that have more the cloud like kind of fluffy fiber. So anyhow, I got some beautiful roving, Surrey roving. That's just like super, super soft and it's so easy to spin. So that's the fiber that's inside the May box and it's beautiful. It's just amazing. So people were looking at it all weekend saying, oh my gosh, it's so lovely. And I said, I know, it's that exciting. <laughs> so I really love alpacas for loads of different reasons. They're super cute. And they're also really good for, they, they're quite gentle on the pastures they graze as well for many different reasons. But like they're a very kind of low impact animal or they can be if managed correctly i should say so they're they've got gentle little feet and things like that so they're actually not as damaging as like cattle and things like that so that's a really wonderful thing they also just have such beautiful warm fiber so the fiber is just amazing and it's often quite expensive because alpaca fiber can be so warm and so soft it's more of a luxury fiber which i love and i love to treat my subscribers to really nice beautiful fibers with a wonderful story. So Bronwyn and her husband just have like the most amazing setup between their shop in town and their farm. And it's just like the most 
the most wonderful kind of family-run business and that's what I really love with Wellspun is that I get to support these people through my own business and then like pass on that joy and that real love and passion to you, the subscriber. So the May box has Surya Alpaca and it's lovely. And then I also include alongside the fibre, I always put in like a little beautiful gift item or something that really enhances the experience so in the past we've had something you know like a candle or cacao something you could smell or taste and this month inside the may box i actually found these amazing edible petals in bronwyn's shop and so i thought that's just such a beautiful combination to have her alpaca with something that she stocks in the shop now these petals are so beautiful so so beautiful i chose the uh i think they were called violet maybe deep purple uh cornflower petals and so if you know what a cornflower looks like they kind of have those little uh ruffled edges like little raggedy edges they're so so sweet and these are beautiful organic hand-grown and hand-picked petals from the Margaret River region in Western Australia. And it's just such a beautiful part of the world. I have never been to WA, but I've always wanted to go. They have an amazing wildflower situation happening over there. So yes, these are grown by this amazing lady called Beck. And she actually starts them from seed. Like she, you know, she sows them from seed. She has this beautiful field that has all her flowers. It's just the most amazing, amazing place. So I'll definitely leave a link in the show notes to her Etsy shop as well because she sells lots of different types. But basically they're edibles, so you can put them in anything. You can bake with them, you can like sprinkle them on top of something. Um, I plan to use them for like birthday cakes and stuff. You know how like when you buy uh, like sprinkles and I don't know, like cakey things from the <laughs> from the supermarket, they taste awful. Like they look nice, but they taste disgusting. Sometimes you feel like you're going to crack a tooth on them they're just awful and I thought how amazing is it to have these dried petals that you can have on hand all year round and you don't have to use those sugary awful disgusting gross things you can use petals so I'm really excited July is a big month in our house for birthdays so there will definitely be flower petals on lots of cakes in the next month so I really really hope that any of my subscribers who are getting their boxes just love the petals because they are really really special and yeah just so beautiful so that's what's in the box this month. And obviously alongside that, I have the guided meditation. So you will get a little card inside your box and that has a QR code and you just scan that with your phone. You basically just open up your phone as if you're gonna take a photo and then you click the link that says open whatever. Now you can download the meditation to keep forever. You don't have to keep going back to the website. So that's super easy. And the idea is that you get set up and you have maybe like baked a little treat with some little petals on top. You have your wheel out, you get your cereal packer, and you sit down and you push play. And then you really just have to follow along. I tell you what to do. I tell you when to close your eyes, when to breathe. It's honestly such a release and such a beautiful experience because you don't have to think, you just have to listen. You have to just relax. Like it's really, really good for you. It's really good for your brain. And they've actually done studies. I found, I'll leave a link in the show notes to this if you're a bit geeky uh, like me. I actually found where they've done a clinical trial that showed they had like, you know, a test group of people. And for one side, they gave them one hour of rest. And for the other group of people, they gave them one hour of tactile therapy, which is anything where you're touching stuff with your hands. So what they did was measure stress levels before and after this hour. And guess who had the lowest stress levels after an hour? 
the people that did the tactile therapy, not the people who simply rested for an hour. Is that not amazing? Like literally doing things with your hands and taking time to be mindful and touch things is better for your stress levels than doing nothing, like than resting. I was so excited when I found that out. So I really, really believe that just, you know, this 15, 20 minute meditation while you're touching the fiber is going to be so powerful. And it's really, really going to be like an actual reset because I think if you're already a spinner, sometimes you can spin and you can still be really like worked up and really annoyed and you're spinning and you're doing this and it's not going right and it's blah, blah, blah. and it's not, you know, you finish that and you're like, well, I still feel kind of rubbish. But the idea with Wellspun is that you really create like a little, a little cocoon for yourself and you set aside that time and you get better at prioritizing your own self-care so that you can have this experience so that you can then give and be generous and be more present with your family and all those kinds of things because you've had that really meaningful time to yourself. You didn't just go spend half an hour scrolling on Instagram. That doesn't refresh you. 20 minutes meditating and spinning is really, really going to help you feel less stressed, less anxious, and just feel amazing. So that's why I'm so excited about these boxes because they're just really, really beautiful and I know they work. So that's our little unboxing. If you want to know anything else about this, obviously I'll leave a link in the show notes so you can go check it out. Um, the box comes out quarterly, so it's kind of a little gift to yourself every quarter, which makes it very affordable. So anyhow, I hope you enjoyed our little audio unboxing. And yeah, there's definitely lots of photos on the website, so you can have a look at them. And I also wanted to just talk about in this episode, some of the stuff that kind of went along because the box for me was coinciding with an event called the Knitter's Picnic, which was hosted by Bronwyn in Dungog at Hive and Gobbler. It was really just this whole beautiful kind of culmination of all the things I love over one kind of three-day weekend, which was amazing. So I just wanted to talk to you a bit about the experience because I know sometimes, especially if you're like me, you have some issues with social anxiety, going to events and going to things where you know you're going to meet people and have to talk to a lot of people can be really, really hard. So in the lead up to going, I was very excited for a long time, for like months and months. I can't wait to go. And then the week before I went, I was just like, I wish I didn't have to go. I wish I didn't have to go. It's going to be so stressful. You know, all the typical things that I tell myself to avoid uncomfortable situations, especially social situations. So I had this really big kind of challenge ahead of me where I was like, I really want to do this. I know it's going to make me very proud. I know it's going to be good for my business. It's going to be good for me how do I get myself there? So basically what I did was loads of meditation, like sometimes two or three times a day. And when I was packing the car, I stopped because I was starting to get shaky. And for me, I have panic disorder. So I know I'm getting much better now at predicting the signs of a panic attack arriving in the next little while. And so shaky hands is a big thing for me. And it's only recently I've kind of discovered that, but I really started, my hands were just trembling and I was like, okay, you need to take a break. So I came upstairs to my little meditation area in my bedroom and I just did a meditation. And then I continued packing. And then I was, you know, like really mindful, like I'm going to bring some projects to work on because I'm going to have this beautiful time in a little cottage with my friends. Like what knitting do I want to bring? What spinning do I want to bring? And that was really good for me because I was touching stuff. I was touching stuff and I was being really mindful and really excited about it. So I know that those kinds of things really work. So anyhow, we got on the road. It was really beautiful. I traveled with a lovely friend of mine and it was just so nice to have that time in the car and everything. And 
yeah, it was just a beautiful experience, but I definitely have to prepare myself for that because I know my own personality. I know it's going to be really draining to be talking to that many people and not in a bad way, just in a way that my brain has trouble kind of just being present. So anyhow, we went there, we had the most beautiful experience and something that I wanted to share because it just kind of like washed over me in this beautiful wave of gratitude was about the helpers. So on, it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and on the Friday was the market stall day. So everybody had markets and unfortunately it was the rainiest day. It was such wet weather. It was Friday the 13th, which I thought was a little bit strange, <laughs> a little bit of a coincidence. But anyhow, the weather was terrible and everyone was just kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, it's muddy. What do we do? We don't have enough shelter, all those kinds of things. I was super happy because I was just happy to be away and be like doing something so exciting, but it was stressful. So what I noticed throughout the day was like pretty much every little stallholder had a helper with them. And some were kind of more coincidental, like a friend that was like, can I grab a ride? And they ended up being a great helper. But it just really hit me because being a small business owner sometimes is so, so lonely and you feel like it's such hard work and it's so isolating because you don't have anyone to really talk to about it. Like nobody wants to hear me talk about crafting an email sequence that took me five hours and then I forgot to tick, you know, this automation and it added the wrong tag. Like no one wants to hear that. None of my friends are interested and it's not their fault. Like it's just not relevant for them. It's not something they can really kind of say anything about. They're like, oh, okay, that sounds interesting. So I totally get that, but I just thought it was just so beautiful and my own beautiful friend Vanessa thank you so much Vanessa you were just like it, I just couldn't express how much it meant to me to have to have Vanessa there and have my other friends like helping and then to see all the other storeholders with their friends or partners helping them like pack up and where would you like me to put this and how much does this cost and just really like that amount of support is just so so important and so meaningful for us small business owners so I just wanted to say like a huge shout out to every single helper in the world thank you so much I don't think you realize how how much we need your support and like how much we are appreciative of your support and how much it really warms our hearts to have you beautiful people along for the ride even if you don't you know share our vision even if you can't see what it is we're trying to achieve you're there for us you love us you support us and it means the world so I just wanted to say a huge thank you big hugs to all my beautiful friends that came with me from Canada you really were just incredible support systems and I just loved that all the other storeholders had their beautiful helpers there too. And it was just, oh, just the gratitude. It was like a gratitude overload for beautiful people helping friends. So yeah, it was just lovely. I just had to share that because it was such a really big takeaway for me from that weekend. You know, they always say in a disaster, you look for the helpers, but I think even on a good day, you look for the helpers. They're amazing people with big hearts. So that was lovely. And I also wanted to share, this is just a little bit more about like crafty stuff, but I took a class while I was there and it was a brioche knitting class. And I have tried to teach myself brioche several times via YouTube, like over and over. I'm going to get this brioche. And then it's like, I can't do brioche. It makes no sense to me. So if you're not a knitter or you're a very new knitter, it is quite like a, I think it's a complicated technique, but I guess people who've done it for a long time probably don't think so. But basically it looks a little bit like a ribbing pattern, you know, like on the cuffs of a jumper or on the neckband. So it's kind of like ribbing and it's really stretchy, but the cool thing about it is you can do two colors. So you kind of create a fabric that is what like, 
reversible. So on one color, it could be pink. And on the other side, it's purple. Like it's really, really cool. So I took this beautiful uh, class with Kat from Oliphant Cat, and I will definitely share a link to her website and stuff below as well because she was the sweetest, like most beautiful teacher. She was so patient. I asked so many questions. I would get to the next round and be like, right, I think I've got this. And I was like, nope, don't got this. Better ask Kat what I'm doing because I've forgotten again. <laughs> she just had so much patience and yeah, she was just beautiful. So thank you so much, Kat. I'm just like obsessed with brioche now. And yeah, she was just lovely. She also teaches at Skane Sisters in Sydney. So if you're ever in Sydney and you see Kat's name pop up, definitely go and spend some time with her. We were so lucky to spend three hours with her and just such a beautiful, gentle way of teaching, which I really appreciate. And uh, I know it can be really hard to teach. So I was just, yeah, she was just amazing. And I'm now knitting away on a beautiful little brioche cowl because I'm just trying to practice two color brioche and keep going and keep going until I really, really get it. And I'm having so much fun. And what I think is it actually put me in that real flow state where you have something you enjoy and that is challenging at the same time. And that's when you really have that switch in your brain where your brain waves like literally change and you enter flow state. You know, you don't get to that state when you're doing something that's totally easy and you don't even have to think about it. You need that slight element of a challenge and something that really holds your attention plus, you know, being in the zone. And that's when your brain enters flow state. So I think a brioche for me at the moment is just like, I always squeeze in a few rows at night, like this whole week. I've just been like, I don't matter how tired I am. I have to do a few rows because it's really, really good for me. And it's very good to like kind of wind down in the evening before bed. So if you haven't tried brioche and you think you're up to it, definitely give it a go. I can't wait to keep learning and keep doing. We didn't get to increases and decreases. So I think Kat's super sweet and she might be doing some Zoom lessons. So you can also access her that way um, in the future, which is super exciting. So I think that's it. Have I talked your ear off enough? It was honestly such a beautiful trip. It was the first time I'd spent four nights away from my kids since they were born, which had me kind of worried. And my son actually, he was very, he was a bit tearful. He was a bit nervous, I think, for me going away for so long. They were with their dad. They had a brilliant weekend. They had loads of stuff on, but it was just such an amazing such an amazing break. I feel like I came back so refreshed after literally just like a whole chunk of time talking about fiber and knitting and touching every skein I could see and wandering through Bronwyn's amazing shop. So I can't actually remember if I mentioned that now. I'm getting so excited. But the meditation that comes in the May box is really like a, a walkthrough of Hive and Gobbler. Normally I center it more kind of in the field, like with the animals, but I just thought Hive and Gobbler is such an incredible shop. If you have not been and you get the chance, you have to go. It's in this really beautiful old building that used to be the Dungog Inn that was built in like 1904, I think, like very, very old, like deep, thick walls. It's absolutely stunning. And it's just got, you know, like every kind of amazing book you can imagine, every kind of fiber, it's got stuff for knitters and crocheters and gardeners and, and like cooks and, you know, people who love to like ferment and make cheese and bread. And it just is like a beautiful, slow living kind of shop. And so I really built the meditation around my experience from last year. So obviously I made it before I went this year of walking through that shop. It was 
such a beautiful experience and I really wanted to take my subscribers on that experience with me like come into Hide and Gobbler and touch the alpaca with me and you know run your hand across the spines of all these amazing books I got a few books like I got the slow knitting book which is so so beautiful and I also got one that was like the oh, I forget the title I'll put them in the show notes anyhow but it was like the woman's garden or something like that and it just has like a beautiful blend of like how to grow a dye garden and how to make soap and how to just all the things I love so yeah that's what the meditation kind of centered on was really an experience of like getting you inside Hive and Gobbler for all you beautiful people who live internationally and can't get here I really wanted to like help you experience the shop which is where Bronwyn sells her fiber and all those kinds of things so it was just amazing I can't say enough good things about it I am gonna let you go though if you have any questions or you want to get in touch, you can always send me an email. I'm so excited to have had you here with me. And I really, really hope that you are excited as well. If any of this kind of resonates with you, feel free to check out the links in the show notes and look more into Wellspun or some of the names I've mentioned from beautiful people doing amazing things. And thank you again, a huge, huge, big heartfelt thank you to the helpers. We love you. We need you. And your support means the world to us. Take care. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you loved this episode. I love sharing my passion and my enthusiasm for fiber with you. I have one quick favor to ask. If you love this podcast, could you please leave me a review and a quick rating or send this episode to a friend you think would love to hear it. You can always send me an email, kelly at spindleandcompany.com.au with suggestions or questions or praise. <laughs> and yes, I know email is a bit old school, but you won't find me on socials at the moment because I'm working really hard to be more present in my daily life. Until next time, happy spinning.